Go with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And I want us to see one verse. And then everyone will be given the opportunity to bring their offering, their tithe, and to bless the Lord today. Look at verse 12. Have you found it? Okay, I'll wait for you a little bit. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy, it's in the, it's in the Old Testament. It's actually between Genesis and Revelation. <laughs> I hope that helped somebody. It's page 349 in my Bible. I don't know the page it is in your Bible. Have you found it? Now look at what it says in verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Now that's prophetic. That's prophetic. And it's important we understand that a lot of times when we preach, we are prophesying. When we read God's word, it's prophetic. The Lord shall open to somebody here in this house his good treasure. Amen. I didn't hear you. The Lord, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Amen. Now, if you think about the treasure of God, think about all that you need for life and godliness. God has them. If somebody opens unto you their natural, their treasure here on earth, somebody opens up all they have stored up in the bank and they tell you to go into their treasure and help yourself with whatever you need. Some of you will be packing stuff into your pockets. I mean, you will have to open up a lot of opportunity to gather as much as you want. You will go in with your bags. Is that correct? Now, some people will go in with some little bag while others will go in with big bags. Is that correct? But you see, it's important we understand that this is not a man's treasury. This is God's treasury. And God says that the gold is mine, the silver is mine. He owns a cattle on a thousand hills. So there is nothing that you need that God does not have. Come on now, say Amen. I said, there is nothing you need that God does not have. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the people and they that dwell in it. So God owns everything. Come on, I said, God owns everything. And if God owns everything, then it means we as God's heir to the promise, we are also owners of everything that God has. We own everything. That's the reason why we must understand that when it comes to the subject of giving, we tell you over and again that we are not giving to get. We are not giving to be blessed. Yes, the Bible says give and it shall be given unto thee. Good measure pressed down, shaking together and running over. But listen, it is not what people give to you that is the blessing. The blessing is on you already. You are a carrier of the blessing because you have a relationship with Jesus. By, by virtue of salvation, you are a carrier of the blessing of God. So you don't give to be blessed. You give because you are blessed. Oh my God, that amen is very weak. You don't give to be blessed. You give because you are blessed. You are blessed already. That is why you give. And that's a different mentality. That's a different mentality because you have so many in the church running here and running there looking to be blessed. When in actual fact the Bible says that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. We are blessed. Amen. Come on, I say we are blessed. Amen. We are blessed. That's the reason why we do what we do. We are blessed. That's why we can give. The blessing is not material. The blessing is spiritual. Come on, say amen. amen. But you see, because the spiritual controls the material world, because we are blessed spiritually, then everything in the natural must have to line up to what God's done in our lives. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God opens unto thee his what? His good treasure. His treasure is good. Say to two people, God's treasure is good. Praise God. It says, He opens to you His good treasure, the heaven 
to give the rain onto thy land in his season. Rain, of course, is symbolic to the anointing. God will cause his anointing to fall upon you and empower you to succeed. Oh, my God. See, it is the anointing that enables us to succeed. The Bible says it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh one rich, and he added no sorrow with it. What's the blessing? The anointing is the blessing. Come on now, say amen. Listen, with the anointing, you can be wealthy. With the anointing, you can be wealthy. But with money, you can't get the anointing. There is no money in the world that can buy the anointing. Come on now, say amen. amen. That is why Smith Wigglesworth said, If you give me the whole world, the riches of the world with a gold fence around it, I would not trade the anointing for it. Because he understood that the anointing is more precious than anything material. And he understood that if you have the anointing, there is nothing that the enemy can withhold from you. Come on now, say amen. amen. If you have the anointing, doors are going to open before you. If you have the anointing, you're going to do well. If you have the anointing, you are empowered to prosper. You are empowered to dominate. You are empowered to succeed. The Bible says we reign as kings in life by this Jesus Christ. And so because of the anointing upon our lives, we reign as kings. We are not paupers. Worms and crawling on the ground. No, we are not. We are blessed. Come on, say amen. amen. He opens unto you his treasure and... He reigns upon you. We can look at this from the spiritual standpoint, and we can look at this from the natural standpoint. Come on, say amen. amen. God's going to rain favor upon you. Amen. God's going to rain favor upon you. <laughs> God's going to rain favor upon you. Amen. His reign will cause you to excel, and God is going to rain His favor upon somebody in the house this morning. Praise God. Because you see, a day of God's favor will do more than you can do in 40 years of hard work. <laughs> Anyone believing for God's favor? Amen. Anyone believing for God's favor this week? Amen. Is there anybody believing for God's favor to bring them to places where they can't go in their own strength? Because you see, what you can't do in your own strength, the places you can't go to in your own strength, the favor of God will take you there. Amen. The things you can't do in your own wisdom, in your own ability, the favor of God will empower you to do them. Amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. God's able to open up new doors of opportunity onto you. Amen. Can someone shout amen? amen? So he's going to rain his favor on you. He's going to rain on you. May you come under the shower of God's favor. Amen. May you come, ha, may you come under the shower of God's favor. Amen. Oh my God. I, I like a few people here. They are saying amen. The rest of you, I don't know about you, but I just know that there are some people here. They are receiving it even as I'm declaring it. May God rain his favor upon you. Amen. He rains on you, his favor. He rains on you wisdom, wisdom, we, wisdom. Do you, know, do you know that you need wisdom to excel? Uh, because you look at some people, because of the dumb decisions they've made, they've put themselves in a big hole. And now they are crying to God to bring them out. You need wisdom. Tell your neighbor, I need wisdom. You, you need wisdom to make the right decision. You need wisdom even in the marketplace. I tell you, one of the places you need wisdom is in the marketplace. For those of you that are in the marketplace, you're doing business, you, you have clients and you have people that are in partnership with you, you need the wisdom of God. You need the wisdom of God. You need the wisdom of God in investing. You need the wisdom of God in making proposals. You need the wisdom of God in accepting proposals. You need the wisdom of God because without the wisdom of God, you're going to make wrong decisions. And the wrong decisions you make are going to have consequences. And some of the consequences that come are for a very long time. One major decision can ruin everything you've worked for in 20 years. Did you hear what I just said? But also one major decision can also put you at a whole new level 
And I'm telling you, you're going to amass so much wealth. One decision. One decision. One, just one decision. And everything has changed. And you need the wisdom of God to know what to do when God puts you in a position like that. Because you see, some people don't know what to do. Some people are ignorant and clueless. But when the wisdom of God is operating in your life, you make the right decision. And one major decision will change the life of your family, will change your destiny forever, will set you on a path that you've got to follow. Come on now, say amen. So I pray this morning that God will rain His wisdom upon your life. Come on, if you believe it, say amen. amen. I can tell you story after story of all these years working with people and the wrong decisions they've made and how the decisions they've made have plunged them into a big hole. I can tell you story after story of people that I know that have made major decisions that have put their lives over to places of Blessing and, and grace and favor and increase. Come on now, say amen. amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. And I'm telling you, you stand on the brink of making a decision. You stand on the brink of making a decision. Whether you know it or not, you are going to make a decision this week. I say, whether you know it or not, this week you are going to make a decision. And the decisions you make this week will determine the outcome of your life. Some, somebody might say, but Pastor God will know I'm not going to make any decision. If you make no decision, you've made a decision. No, you cannot sit on the fence. Nobody sits on the fence. You will make a decision this week. And the decision you make will determine the outcome. So I pray that God will rain His wisdom on you so that when the opportunity shows up to make decisions, you make the right ones. Come on now, say Amen. Yes, some decisions are minor, but some are major. Decisions like who you're going to marry, it's not a minor decision. It's a major one. And I'm telling you, if you make the decision to marry the wrong person, you, I, I don't even know what to say to you. I don't even know what to tell you. You make that decision in a hurry, you are going to be in, 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 deep, in deep, deep, deep trouble. Because the, the person you marry can be your worst nightmare. You'll be dreaming every night. It's not going to be a good one. Come on, say amen. amen. The decision you make when it comes to your business proposals, when someone comes and puts out a proposal in front of you, you can't just run into it because it looks good on paper. You have to go to God and pray and get the mind of God. You can't just invest because it looks good on paper. Some people can talk up a good deal. My God, when they finish talking, their mouth is filled with honey. And when they finish talking, before you know it, you've invested everything you have. But little did you know. Little did you know before you invest that your money is going down the drain. Come on now, say amen. amen. So you've got, you've got to go to God and pray. He said, Lord, I thank you for wisdom. Wisdom is the right application of knowledge, and I'm going to apply your wisdom in this case. Come on now, say amen. amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. So I pray for you that God will reign his what? His wisdom over your life today in Jesus' name. So I believe as you give today, expect the wisdom of God to operate in you. Praise God. And notice it says, the Lord will bless all the work of your hand. I like that. Not. Not your remote control. <laughs> the Lord will bless the work. So everyone has to work. And that's not preaching in a lot of places because we live in such a time and generation in the church where people want it easy but hard work pays can I tell you this also nothing good comes easy 
Okay, nothing good comes easy. Okay, nothing. I I I detest people. Uh, 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 I don't detest people. I detest this statement. One day Joseph was in prison. The next day Joseph was in the palace. And he just appears like the man was one day in prison. The next day he was a prime minister of Egypt. But that's not the case. He was a very long time of hard work and diligence and trusting God and, and living a life that brought glory to God. Are you listening to me? Hard work pays. Come on now. Get off your blessed assurance and get to work. Pastor God, I looked for work, but they told me it's yoke. <laughs> so my question is, how many places have you looked? I looked at one place. You've not looked enough. You've got to look again. Come on, I say amen. You have to wake up early in the morning and you have to walk around and you have to pray in the Holy Ghost and ask the Lord to lead you to the right place. And listen to me. If you don't give up, you will break the resistance. Whatever it is that's resisting you from getting a good job, if you don't give up, persistence will break resistance. Come on now, say amen. You look at the first place, you look at the second, you look at the third. They keep turning you down and turning you away, but you are not going to take no for an answer. You're going to keep looking until you get. And listen to me, if you keep looking, you will find. Come on now, say amen. amen. Some people will come to this country and they say, I'm, I'm not going to work in this country. This place is a stranded zone. This place is, a, is my transit point. Transit point to where? Where are you transiting to? The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 19, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Come on now. Anybody wants to eat the good of this land? Is there anyone that wants to eat the good of this land? Can I tell you that there are goodies in this nation? Come on, say amen if you believe it. God can, God can raise you up from nothing to something. God can raise you up from nowhere to somewhere. Amen. Come on, say amen. amen. No, we, we, can't, we can't adopt a lazy attitude. We can't adopt a lazy life. Come on. Good things don't come easy. Good things come to those who work hard. Good things come to those who believe God in faith. Good things come to those who are not willing to give up. Good things come to those who are willing to persist. And if you would persist... Something is going to break open for you. Amen. Come on, say amen. amen. God will bless your work. Amen. So everyone that has a job in this place, God's going to bring increase to you. Amen. 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 I am for miracles. I am for the supernatural. But we have to understand... That favor and preparedness produces a harvest. Did you hear what I just said? Favor, the favor of God and your readiness. It's not just favor. It's not just the supernatural. Even when Jesus said to Peter, go catch a fish, Peter had to go catch. Right? P Peter had to go throw the line in. Or throw his net in. Whatever he used to catch the fish, Peter had to work. Come on now, say amen. amen. God wants to bless your work. So if you've got no work, then you don't need to pray, Lord, give me a miracle. What you need to pray is, Lord, give me a job. Because, you know, with a job, you get seed to sow. And God will give you what? Seed for sowing and bread for what? For eating, exactly. But you see, before bread comes seed. Come on now, say amen. amen. Before bread comes what? Seed. So how do you get seed? Don't sleep on me now. Wake up. How do you get seed? Thank you. You go work a job and you get seed. Many years ago, a young man came to me. This was many years ago. He had taken a businesswoman all over town. The businesswoman came from Africa, so she bought her things, and she was about to go back. The young man took her to the airport, 
And uh, before she uh, left, she gave him $10. The young man was so upset. He came back here and he complained to me, Pastor Godwill, just imagine how wicked this woman is. All she gave me is $10 with everything I did. Yes, I understood that. I understood that. But you see, I did not play along with him. I had to pull him out of his pity party. And I pulled him into the place of faith. I said, yes, I know. But... Be grateful to God that you've got $10. And listen to what you need to do with your $10. Tithe from it. And give to the Lord and see what the Lord will do. Come on now, say amen. amen. How many of you can say with an uplifted hand, God has lifted you? God lift. oh my God, they are afraid to say. With an uplifted hand, where you used to be is not where you are today. Amen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How many of you can say that this works? Yes, it, it does. Because story after story of people that God has brought from nothing to a place of blessing today. Amen. Praise God. Come on now, say amen. amen. So whether you have a business of your own or you are working a job for somebody, when you go to work, I want you to put in everything that you have. We encourage workers to be the best at their places of work. Tell your neighbor, be the best. Be the best. Putting put, put effort. You say, but Pastor, God, it's not my business. Don't matter. It doesn't have to be your business so for you to be the best worker. You have to be the best employee. If you're a school teacher, be the best school teacher. Come on now, say amen. amen. If, you're, if you're working in logistics company, then be the best worker at the place of of work. I mean, my God, give your boss your strength, give your boss your sweat, give your boss everything. And guess what happens? God will also give you your own business. Amen. Now, the problem is because people are not giving their best at their places of work and they expect God to bless them. No, God sees everything we do. Your boss may not see it that you're sleeping during work time. But God, no, listen to me. God sees it. One of the things I've understood with promotion is this. What men don't see, God sees. And ultimately, it is God that promotes us. There is what I call the integrity test. And if you pass the test that everyone sees, but you fail the test of integrity, listen, men can promote you, but if God does not promote you, the same man who promotes you can also demote you. Come on now, say amen. But when God promotes you, who can demote you? Nobody can, when God, when God lifts you up, nobody can bring you down. There is integrity test. That's what I tell Bible school students. Listen, your Bible school students, I tell them, I say, you might pass the test that I give to you. But the test that God gives to you is more important. Because I can promote you. Can give you a good grade. 100, you get an A. But when it comes to integrity tests that I don't see sometimes, but God sees all the stuff you do in secret. Mm. That's when, listen, the Bible says promotion does not come from the east, the west, or the south. God is judge. He brings one down and he lifts the other up. If you want God to lift you up, you've got to pass the integrity test. You know what integrity test is? What I do when nobody's watching me. Mm. When your boss is not around. The boss of bosses is there. Watching. 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 To see. And the thing also is this. The integrity test also requires... That though you may be working hard in the natural and your boss sees that you are the hardest worker, but your heart may not be there. Mm, that's integrity test. God sees beyond what we do in the natural. God looks into our hearts. If our hearts are not fully involved in what we do, we may please men, but we haven't pleased God. My God, it's getting quiet in this. Pentecostal church. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm touching some very sensitive nerves here. Praise God, somebody. Come on now, say amen. amen. Come on, say amen. amen. 
It is God who promotes. It is God who blesses. It is God who increases. And I pray that you will be faithful. The Bible says when a man is faithful with someone else's work, God will bless him. Come on, say amen. Amen. Come on now, say amen. Amen. So whatever your hand find doing, do it with all your might. Do it like it's yours. Come on now, say do it like it's yours. Give yourself to it. Give yourself to it fully. Come on, say amen. amen. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. If they say finish at six, no, you say, no, I'm finishing at seven. You're not the first trying to run out of the office. Clocking out before everybody, everyone is done. Come on, say amen. amen. When, when they tell you to take an hour break, you don't take one and a half hour break. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking... Listen, it, 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 the day, it will be a cold day in hell, the day I present prosperity from the standpoint of what some other people do. Oh, prosperity, give a thousand, God will give you five thousand. Come and shake my hands with money. Because many times you shake people's hands with money, but you go back and you shoot yourself in the leg. God's looking for men and women of integrity. Come on now, say amen. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, the integrity of the upright shall guide him. God's looking for people of integrity because the life of a man does not consist in the abundance of what he has. It's not just about amassing material wealth. It's about integrity of your heart because when your heart is totally sold out to God, you're a man, you're a woman of integrity. God can trust you with a lot because God knows that if he gives you, these things are not going to have you. You are going to use them to his glory. Come on, say amen. amen. That is why this message is first and foremost designed to change our hearts. First and foremost, to change our hearts. And the way we preach it is important. Praise God. Where changes? Where does God want to change? On the inside. God does not walk from the outside to the inside. God walks from the inside to the outside. Come on now, say amen. Amen. So lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lord, I pray. Bless these hands. Bless the work to do. Increase them on every side. May these hands not beg. May these hands never borrow. May these hands always lend. May these hands always have more than enough. Your word says you will bless their work. Whatever it is, Lord, that do today. Don't despise the days of small beginnings. Because big days are ahead of you. So I prophesy over you in the name of Jesus. Your big days are upon you even right now. That in the name of Jesus, even as we've come into a season of the overflow, that you shall experience overflow in that which you do. You might say what I do is menial. Yes, God will take that menial job and God will turn it around and use it for his glory. God will use you even in that place of work to bring him glory. That you will be a shining light. Your light will shine in darkness and darkness will flee. You will be the light that shine. And then people will see your good works and they glorify your father which is in heaven. I pray for those that own businesses of their own. That your business will grow. It will increase. You will spread to the east, the west, the south and the north. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As God was with Moses, so he will be with you. He'll make a way for you where there seemed to be no way. He will clear the crooked path and he'll make your way straight. And he'll bring you favor and grace and increase on every side. I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus that your hand will fight and win. I declare in Jesus' name that God gives you the gates of your enemies. That you will take over new territories. That you will take over new grounds. And you will work and your work will be blessed. For God will cause you to be like a tree planted by the river of waters. You shall bring forth your fruit at all times. You'll never lack. You'll never know a day of starvation. 
Your hand will always bless many. You will lend to many nations. You will not borrow. People will see you. They'll call you blessed. For you are the blessed of the Lord. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the fields. Blessed in the country. Everything you touch will increase and prosper. I declare over you, over your family, over your personal life, over your bank account, over your pocketbook, everything increases from today. Even as I pray, I thank you, Lord, that you honor my prayer today. That everyone in the house will experience grace unprecedented for your glory and honor. And, and, and thank you, Father God, that before this year 2019 is out, everyone will have major stories to tell. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, if your amen is loud. If your amen is loud, then I preached to you. Amen. Hallelujah. My God, glory to God. See your work increase. See your work grow. I'm telling you. I'm tell I told you when I started. A lot of times, 60%, 70% of our message is prophecy. Just see what God will do. Before this year is done, watch your life. See what God will do. I, I, want, to, I want to encourage you. Listen, just see this as if I'm speaking to you personally. Don't be, don't be stingy. Don't listen to me now. Don't, don't. Some business people will come to me and pastor pray for me. I've seen people who come from Africa. They will come here to buy goods and they want me to pray over their goods. I've laid hands on people's goods before they send them, ship them back to Africa. And I will pray over them. But this is one thing I've told some people. I said, the Lord is going to use you as a kingdom financier. You've got to be faithful to God. You can't be stingy. You can't be tight-fisted. You, you know you can't. You have to be generous. Come on now, say amen. amen. So I want to speak to each of you. Don't hold back. Don't ever think to yourself, I, I'm giving too much. You can't outgive God. You can't give too much. There is nothing that is known as too much when it comes to giving to God. Nothing. Nothing. No too much. No too much. Because the more you give, the more you increase your capacity to receive. Amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. There's nothing like too much when it comes to God. Amen. You give generously. When it comes to dealing with people, you open up your treasure to them. Just like God said, I'll open up my treasure to you. You open up your treasure to other people. And watch what God will do. Because your treasure will never run dry. Amen. You'll always have more than enough. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians that you shall have more than enough. You will require no aid. You wouldn't be running here and there asking people to help you because you shall have more than enough to do whatever you need to do. Come on now, say amen. amen. I pray for you that you will have more than enough. Amen. That when there is a need that shows up, you won't be running around and begging everybody. Some people are begging everybody, but that's not going to be the case with you. You will have to beg nobody. You, you will have more than enough to do what you need to do. You will beg nobody. You will not look to the hands of men for some trusting chariots and some in horses but we trust in the name of the lord our god you will have to trust in nobody you will trust in god and god will make a way for you my god i see promotion coming i see increase coming i see i see the favor of god upon people this morning i see god opening up new doors of opportunity to people in this place and i'm telling you just watch what's going to happen before this year is done there's going to be surprises surprises that will shock you my god when you will tell your story people will be amazed they'll wonder who has done this for you and you will tell them it is my god that has blessed me it is my god that has increased me it is my god that has made a way for him for me and guess what that will be an opportunity to preach the gospel my God, and when you tell people, my God is good, they, they know. Some people, you look at them, they say, my God is good. You wonder, is your God good? <laughs> I feel a prophecy coming on this morning. Yes. I feel the prophetic this morning. Yes. Watch, just watch. Tell three people, watch. watch. Tell, them, tell them, look at me right now because before this year is out, you won't recognize me anymore. Tell them, look at me now because before this year is done, you won't recognize me. 
I'm going to be so blessed. I'm going to be so loaded. I'm going to, I'm, ha, glory, hallelujah. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be operating at a whole new level, at a whole new level. So you better look at me right now because if you don't take advantage of your opportunity before this year is over, you, may not, you will not recognize me. 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 My, 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 my. My God, I thought the message was done, but now I realize that no, it is not done. You have to follow the Holy Ghost. I feel a prophecy coming on. Come on, Amos. Before this year is done, people will look at you. They won't even recognize you because great, great shall be, great shall be the blessing. Great shall be the blessing of God upon your life. My God, the blessing is going to profusely abound. Profuse profusely abound. Just like it says that He will rain upon you. My God, the blessing is going to so rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain upon you. My God, and everyone that comes around you will get wet by the, ble by the, ble by the blessing. Ha! Glory! Hallelujah! You know the thing about that is when one hears it, everyone can also receive it. Everyone can also receive it. You are going to be so loaded. You're going to be so, it's going to be a deluge of the blessing of God. And my God, everyone that comes around you will feel the impact. The, the impact, my God, the impact of the blessing of God, of the rain of God's blessing upon your life. Watch, watch and see, 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 watch and see. Watch and see. Watch and see. Something is being released in the Spirit. Something is happening in the Spirit. Something is being released in the Spirit in this place. You watch and see and see what God will do. We're not going to go the way of the world. We're not going to go the way of the flesh. The Lord will do it. The Bible said the zeal of the Lord will make it happen. The zeal. God has a zeal. God has zeal. My God, God, is, God has zeal. And this church has come to the place where things are just going to begin to pop up and pop, like popcorn. The blessing of God like popcorn. The blessing of God, the favor of God like popcorn. People are going to be raised up to whole new places. People are going to be raised up to whole new realms. Whole new, ha, whole new levels of the blessing of God. One moment, one moment you are feeding from nowhere. The next moment, my God, you're feeding from the palace. One moment it seems like, my God, everything is caved in on me. But the next moment it seems like, my God, there is a massive open door into your life. Just like it says in Isaiah 45, that God will go before. For you, God will make the crooked places straight. He'll break in pieces the gates of bronze. He'll cut in sunder the bars of iron. He will give unto you the treasures of darkness. Come on now. Hidden riches of secret places. God will uphold your hand. And God will kick the doors open. And God will give you favor with movers and shakers. And God will lift you up to whole new heights and whole new realms. I'm prophesying to somebody in the house this morning. Come on, it is a seizing of a whole new life. People even in the multi-purpose room are lifting their hand. Come on, receive it there. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Come on, receive it. My God, I wish your amen would be loud in this place. Ha, ah, glory to God. Come on, give the Lord praise. 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 Woo! Ha, ha, ha. Ha! Glory to God. Ah, feel the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Ha! When men say there is a bringing down, God says there is a lifting up. My God, nobody will be able to bring you down. This is your time. This is your season. You, you will come in and you will take over. You will go in and you will take over. No one will be able to resist you. No one will be able to stand before you to stop you from taking over 
because it is your time to take over and everything that God has laid out for you, you shall walk in the fullness of them. Come on now. Everything that God has laid out for you. For the Bible says how great is the goodness that you have stored up for them that love you. Everything that God has laid up, everything that God has stored up for you, you come into a season where you walking them, where you take them, where you leaving them, where you enjoy them and where they begin to come through you to bless the nations of the world and to bless many all over the nations. Come on. I'm telling you, you've got to get your heart ready because God is about to rock your life. God's about to rock your world. God's about to bring new things into your life that you've never known. You're going to begin to walk in levels and realms like you've never known. You're going to begin to experience favor and grace and the power and the mercy of God like you've never known. Your light will shine and many will see that you serve an awesome God. Many will see that your God is mighty. Many will see that your God is great. Many will see that your God is powerful. And my God, even as he opens the doors, no man, no devil will be able to shut the door. For when God opens, no man can close. The Bible says, I have opened unto you a door that no man can shut. God is opening unto this church. God is opening unto each person here this morning. Doors that no one can close. Doors that no devil can shut. Come on, believe it. Come on, receive it. Come on, say this mine. Lift your hands and put your hands together and give Jesus all the glory. Come on. Take one minute, one minute, lift those hands to Jesus and put them together and give him all the praise and all the glory in the house this morning. Oh my God, I wish, I wish, I wish everyone understands what I'm preaching. I wish everyone gets it. I wish everyone gets in the flow this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Whoo, glory to God. My God, I feel this thing, man. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go on. Ah, you start and the anointing kicks in and you just can't stop. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. You need to go here with me, please. 2 Corinthians. I thought I was done. And I realized I wasn't done. My God. Praise God. Look at what it says, 2 Corinthians 9. And, and look at what it says in verse. Let me see where I'm going to start from. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Look at verse 7. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and propose in his own heart and reluct not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. And see, that's what I was telling you earlier on. You should not be stingy. I'm telling you, God is about to do amazing things in your life and you must keep a generous heart. You can't feel as if it is wrong out of you. You can't feel as if it is drawn out of you by force. You can't feel as if someone is manipulating you to give. When you have a heart of a giver, then you don't come under any kind of manipulation. Because you follow the Lord and your heart is open to being a blessing. When you are generous, I'm telling you, you're not thinking about someone is trying to force this thing out of me. Because even before they begin to talk about this, you already know in your heart that you are a giver. And I'm telling you, when you are a giver, you grow in giving and you become a big giver. And you become a bigger, bigger giver. And you become a bigger, 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 bigger giver. And my God, and the more you give, the more you increase in your giving, the more you empower the ministry to do what the ministry is called to do, the more you empower people to do what God has called them to do. But guess what? For those that are givers, God will continue to make sure that you never run dry because God will cause you to always have what you need to give. God will cause you to always have that which you must give. And I'm telling you, God is in the business of blessing people. God wants to raise people up. God wants to clothe people. But God will not throw clothes from heaven. God's going to use you to clothe people. God wants to give homes to people. But God will not throw homes from heaven. God's going to use you to give homes to people. God is going to put food on people's table. But God's going to use you to put food on people's table. Come on now, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory. Let each one give. That's the thing also. You know, with giving, with giving, each one must give. I didn't say that. God's word says that. 
You look at some people. They're always holding back. Holding back. Oh, I'm not going to give that. That's too much. <laughs> Is that too much? Is that too much for God? Yeah, thank you. A few of you said no. Is that too much? But you see, people can say no, not for those who said no, but people can say no, but in their heart of hearts, that's the condition. They think it's too much. I should give that. that that's a lot. If I give that, what am I going to leave on? What, should I, what, what am I going to do next week? If God tells you to give, give and see what God will do next week. Praise God. See what God will do next week. Not your fact, before you go into next week, see what God will do. Come on now, say amen. amen. Let each one give. Tell your neighbor, let each one give. As he's made up his own mind and his own heart. You give after you've made up your heart and your mind. Your heart and your mind must be in sync. You know what I mean by that? Your heart and your mind must be, must align. Your heart and your mind must align. Must be in sync. You make up your mind. You make up your heart. Listen now. Listen now. Don't be distracted. I, I can't make up your mind for you. I'm only putting pressure on the word. And the word is coming to you. And you will make up your mind. I can't make up your mind. You have to make up your mind. You have to make up your heart. But here is what I believe. You get to the point in your walk with God where you make up your mind once and for all. Everyone say once and for all. Look, I started tithing when I was 15. Nobody can talk me out of it. I made up my mind once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all, I'm a giver. I made up my mind. This is the way I live my life. I've made up my mind. You may not like it, but that's not your business. It's my business. Oh, it's my business. No, you shouldn't tithe. You shouldn't give that money. No, I'll give it. It's not your money. Come on now, say amen. No, listen, when it comes to following God, that's the kind of mentality we must adopt. Because if you don't adopt that kind of mentality where you're resolute, people are going to talk you out of the will of God. All kinds of messages will get you out of the will of God and you, you find out that you now start living your life based on your rationale, the way you think in your head. No, no, you don't walk with God with your head. This thing is not designed to make sense. It's designed to create faith. Pastor God, that doesn't make sense. Why should I give up my money? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It creates faith. Come on now. The Bible does not say God has put eternity in your head. It says God's put eternity in your heart. In Mark 11, verse 22 to 24, we see there, have faith in God. Right? And then in verse 24, it says... That if you shall, actually verse 23, it says, And if you shall say to this mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea, and you don't doubt in your heart. Does not say in your mind. Because your mind is a place of reasoning. Your mind is a place of questions and arguments. Come on now, thinking. That's what the Bible says, to cast down imagination. And everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. Yes. Taking them into captivity. Come on, say amen. amen. And that's, that's all in the mind. Should I give that? Well, make a decision. It's your choice. But I know and I guarantee there is no giving that's bad giving. Now let me say that again. Listen to me carefully. There is no giving that's bad giving. If it's done from your heart. No giving is bad giving. 
no matter what you gave. Chicken eggs, it's good giving. It's giving from your heart. Come on, say amen. 90% of what you make, if that's what you give, there's nothing wrong with it. Don't let nobody talk you out of that. I know people that give more than actually 20, 30% of whatever comes in. I know someone that gives 50%. I know someone that gives about 60%. I know someone that gives 30% of everything that they, they get. Come on, say amen. amen. Now you may say, but what has this got to do with Jesus Christ? I thought, I thought we are in the church, you should be preaching about Jesus Christ. Now Jesus said, give and he shall be giving unto. Good measure. <laughs> Jesus said, praise down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give unto your bosom, for with the same measure you measure out, it shall be measured back to thee. Amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. Praise God. For God so loved the world that he did what? What, what did he give? Did he give you an angel? Huh? What did he give? Or who did he give? He gave you his best. His only begotten son. Then you talk about giving. Uh, this church talks about, especially this pastor Godwell. He talks about giving, giving. He talks about giving too much. Listen, the Christian life is not possible without giving. The Christian life is giving. The Christian life is giving because God. Yeah, get excited, my dear sister. Get excited. They look at you like, get it, jump up. Yeah, awesome. Praise God. I like that excitement. When you're free, you get excited. Let me say that again. Maybe somebody might get excited. The Christian life, the Christian life is not possible without giving. The Christian life is not possible without giving. Amen. Wonderful. Say, God, God is the example of giving. See example. The Bible says, the Bible says, while we were sinners, what happened? Christ died for us. The just for the unjust. That's giving. Praise God. How many of you love God? Yeah. Do you love God? Yeah. Can I tell you why you love God? You love God because He loves you first. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that human beings don't have the capacity to love God? Did you know that? Did you know that we can only love God because He loved us first? Yeah. So in actual fact, the love with which we love Him was given to us. <laughs> Did you get that? The love with which we love Him was given to us. We're only giving him what he gave us. But you think you think you manufactured the love? You conjured this love up from from where? You couldn't love God. You didn't have the ability. But the Bible said the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost whom he has given to us. That's why we can love God. I just preached myself blessed, I'm telling you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Preach. Honestly. Honestly. Honestly, I just preached myself blessed. 